0: Are spicy. But did you just
1: bite directly into a pepper?
0: Yeah, but it was a banana pepper. I thought it would be kind of mild, but
1: it's got some kick to it. Ooh, that's nice though. I think it's because of those coffee grounds. Did you put the coffee grounds in before or after you you ate and shit them out? Like uh, be- coffee grounds or the.
0: <laughs> before. They do that.
1: That is a thing people do though. They're yeah, they have, yeah they've got those coffee grounds that uh, go through that they pick out a goat poop. I feel, I, there was one time I had the opportunity to try them, and I didn't, and I kind of regret not having tried it.
0: I would definitely try, because it's, like, the goats eat all these berries, they get infused with the beans, and they don't digest the beans, so they're still whole, and, I'm sure it's, like, interesting tastes. I don't feel like it would be that gross.
1: But, yeah, and, I mean, like, they're not just gonna feed you shit. Right,
0: yeah, they're, like, cleaned up and
1: everything, it's, like. Yeah
0: either that or it's like some ethiopian coffee farmers that are like i'm gonna make these european assholes eat shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like, this, fucking,
0: this fucking italian motherfucker <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna shit right in his espresso
1: <laughs> like the labor aristocracy of spain does not deserve <laughs> anything but my poop many months has come and gone since Let's i started with home my Oklahoma's
0: most popular podcast hills where
1: i was born but i keep doing crime we gonna be mine, turned, man many a lesson I have learned we doing sections well i feel like You're in those hills room. i still belong we be doing crime Way down
0: there are revisionists in the and there are
1: reactionaries. We just can't make it a thing about them. This is Red
0: Star Over Oklahoma, oh, Oklahoma Now we're down in yonder podcast. in the Indian Nation. The cowboy's life
1: is my occupation, and Oklahoma hills where I was born. Hi, I'm Carl Roberts, and this week we have Steven Lassman on the show. And this is Red Star Over Oklahoma. We are a politics news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma sorry we've been gone for so long uh adam has been like studying for some test where he has to get barred out i don't know what it is uh, uh, i think it's big a, big I think it's a
0: test where he gets barred from laws so he's allowed uh, he's a sovereign citizen
1: now he's uh, oh okay so he can't so he can mail shit to the oklahoman if he I, passes
0: i think so i think he's taking uh some sort of like Uh, he's, he's lifting some sort of bar and, uh, that means that he transfers all legal responsibility of us to himself.
1: That's definitely true. That's (laughs) been true for a while though.
0: Um, Yeah.
1: That's, that's what being a lawyer
0: is, is you take all legal responsibility for your uh, clients, us who don't pay him for anything, but he's still our lawyer.
1: We're not legally obligated to pay him. There's a little known, (laughs) uh, section of American law where, um, if you peed on somebody, you can not pay them for legal uh, things. Uh, that's actually right. It's right after the chat. But I have heard. <laughs> that's why um, those Russians uh, with their P tape can't. <laughs> so, do so they, they can't get Trump. who's on time. So they can't get them. Um, it'd well, be that's illegal. What, that's that's uh, why Cohen went down. He <laughs> took <eat the> responsibility <laughs> for the pee tape. Yeah, he had to. That's why. Um, now we know. Everybody, uh, tell your parents that they'll believe it if. <laughs> they're into QAnon. Hear it on Matt uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to call in. Uh, she she has changed her mind and wants me on the show now. Um, uh, the other reason to take it so long is only now am I able to produce. But now I can produce going ahead. We should be more consistent. Um, that's good. But if you expect consistency from us, uh, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, this week in national news, we're going to be talking about um, how great means testing is, and why we should all do it all the time because it always works, and rich people can never scam it. Um, we love it, we, we love forward. to see it. <laughs> we love to, we love to means test it, you know. Then we'll move on to the discussion of the second round of democratic primary debates. Uh, because we, we, both of us have trash brains, and we watched all of it the uh, last
0: election in America <laughs> 2020, <laughs>
1: America's last election. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Crimea 2014 (laughs) and then of course we're going to turn to Oklahoma news where we'll be discussing some really interesting stuff about Oklahoma's opioid crisis and that really splashy WAPO uh reporting that came out um it's Italian-American oh shit we can't (laughs) WAPO I feel like WAPO is from like what part of Italy has like a W (laughs) Like Wuppertal, I feel like, yeah. It's uh, Italian, so Wuppertal, yeah. It's uh, a Wario it's a country. He's, it's Wario <laughs> Italy. No, Wario is um, uh, bad Italian, so Albanians. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it, as, is, as as we all know. Um, and then we'll finish out with some interesting and, and totally not depressing or, or, or terrifying weather updates about Oklahoma. Some, some, some cool, good news there. Um, And, of course, we'll move on to a absolutely wonderful conservative reading series for the week. Um, Just before we jump into the national news, like, we're recording this on Sunday. Um, Like, a bunch of shootings happened. And, like, we've talked about this, like, 20 million times at this point. And, like, you know, like, there's nothing to add. There's nothing to add. There's only so
0: many times times that you could say, do the things that you need to do to fix this. But no one does. I mean, it's like The Onion reposting that article every single time there's a shooting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and they've been doing that since before we started the fucking show. (laughs) They've been doing that since, like, 2008. Yeah, and it's like, you know, like, solidarity with, with the people in El Paso that can't go to the, like, medical checkpoints because ICE is checking them for papers there. Solidarity with the people in Ohio that have to deal with this, you know, but... You, you, there's nothing to add. There's just no, nothing to add. Um, if you want to do something about it, you know what you can do? Uh, call your house rep and your state senators and just swear at them. Uh, ju- just swear at them on the phone. Um, they have to take it. They can't do anything about it. Um, that that That's all. It's all there is to say about it. So let's jump into some national news. So there is this. Um, I, I want to preface this. I, I do not want to read the wall street journal i do not support the wall street journal fuck wall street journal but i do read it it's part of my job and i found this very interesting article that i think actually pairs uh very very well with what we're going to talk about and kind of what was going on in the democratic debates so sort of this like this a article nice, a nice
0: port with uh with a good ribeye steak uh,
1: yeah exactly um exactly uh it's we are, after all, champagne socialists. Of, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, we, we drink the sam- champagne from East Germany. Um, champagne socialists. Um, we all eat steak because uh, we want to trigger the snowflakes um, by doing stuff that doesn't make sense to them. The snowflakes are all right when. Um, <laughs> and this, this pairing is this story from July 29th called College Financial Aid Loophole. Both the parents transfer guardianship of their teens to get aid. And what is going on right now is that in chicago there's this company uh let me me see what the name of the company is destination college right (laughs) and this is one of those graft companies where like rich people have too much money and so you just come up with some harebrained dumbass idea to like get rich people to give you money to do idiot shit like uh, pet pet therapists yeah pet therapists um the guy like the radioactive cream from borat that uh, most rich people have to put on their assholes every day uh, uh, anything
0: from the peloton uh, fitness biking shit all those like exercise things that cost ten thousand dollars
1: that are the same as the exercise things that cost like two hundred dollars or something yeah yeah um, diamond encrusted anything like that food you always see those like food videos of on facebook where it's like 24-karat chicken wing oh, and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Or the, the,
0: gold, the gold leaf that they put on desserts. Uh, cryogenics. That's definitely a rich people scam.
1: No, it's not a scam. That's how... Um, Walt
0: Disney. Disney yeah.
1: From. I don't know. I feel like that's... People overlords that run the world. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about
0: getting into a cryogenic scam now where I tell Jeff Bezos I'll freeze him like right after he dies and I'll really just find a dumpster somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, did you did you okay? Did you bring aside? Did you see that Epstein shit about how he wanted to have his head and penis cryogenically yes He died
0: because <laughs> he wanted to like implant his DNA in. You know, he said something about like a lab in New Mexico getting his genome like spread throughout yeah. future generations.
1: <laughs> he he's just the modern day Genghis Khan. I I mean it's <laughs> the, he, it it breaks your fucking brain. It's so insane. Yeah. Okay. We gotta we gotta get away from like the the music from outer space before we just <laughs> on the show. We don't need to do that. <laughs> Back to this absolutely wild story that also will break your brain, but in a much more quotidian fashion. Also involves yeah. trading children. <laughs> <laughs> literally, it literally involves trading children. That's true. Um, and the parents get a financial incentive out of it. So, is there really any difference? Um, rich people are all pedophiles. Um what has been happening around, around Chicago is that this company, Destination College, and other people, like the company just markets this. Um, and what they do is they find a way for rich people to get their children access to things like Pell Grants and needs-based scholarships meant for poor people, right? So in this story, they talk about a specific family. This family, they just say they're making over 250 a year, and they own a $1.2 million home home they don't say like i don't know what over 250k a year means right they don't have much equity in their homes i, I don't know just like they're in like the top that's, that's like top 15 10 percent of yeah, earners that's in the upper country, middle right? class
0: if not uh, depending on where you live but chicago yeah i would say that's probably upper middle class maybe lower upper class
1: Whatever. yeah and there's, there's also, I mean, there's also they're,
0: they're the you know they're clearly like petite bourgeois
1: yeah, I mean, I have I have a very real feeling that they might be upper class, um, for for a reason that uh, will come up in a second. Um, but you know, it's just like maybe they sell their labor or something. Maybe they own something. I don't know. But like, you know, they're making a shit ton of money, right? They they have a shit ton of money. These are people who um, can
0: afford college. Yeah.
1: Yeah. These are people who can afford to send their kids to college. A hundred percent. And it's like their fourth daughter or something. They already have six. They've already spent six hundred k on college, right? And so they're like, "Oh, you know, we need to find a way to make college cheaper for our daughter." And so what they did is they hired this company, Destination College. Destination College was like, "Here's what you can do. Do you have <laughs> poor cousins? <laughs> do you have other poor people that you know?" Um, if you do, will transfer guardianship. And We'll take care of it. We'll do all the court stuff, transfer guardianship of her to those kids, and then you all don't have to report your income. She just has to report her own income. She made like $4,200 at like a summer job. Already large sums of money for a summer job, right? Uh, Okay, I just skimmed
0: this, and at first I thought they just found Um, random poor people that you could transfer your child to.
1: They could do that, I'm sure. I'm sure you could even like write up a contract with them about how they'll like, retain the function of guardianship, even if the poor people have guardianship and poor people get a certain amount of money. I'm sure you can do that. Like, um, right. and the reason they did it is they're like, Oh, we can't afford to pay for our daughter. And so their daughter got like $25,000 in uh merit based scholarship. Fine, we don't need to go into the whole thing where she got that because they're able to pay for a ton of, you know, tutoring, all that kind of shit, right? Right. Um, but then she got about 20K a year in things like Pell Grants and scholarships from the school. I think it's the University of Illinois uh, meant to go to lower class kids whose parents can't afford to pay for it. Right. And then the real fucking kicker here is that it still doesn't cover everything that she has to pay for college. Her grandparents are also paying something like 18K per year to cover her fucking shit. Right. And. Like, for some reason. this is legal for some, somehow this is entirely legal because when you transfer guardianship, suddenly she's not your kid legally. And the money that you have and the wealth that you have doesn't mean anything. Right. Because the whole idea of this means tested shit is that she would be under, you know, legal guardianship of her parents. She'd be a dependent to her parents. Right. And then they would say, uh, tough fucking titties. You own a $1.2 million home. You want to pay fucking, if you want your daughter to go to this school, you can sell your home and get a cheaper one. Maybe you shouldn't have bought that one. Maybe you should have planned your finances better. You know, but they probably play this fucking company destination call. It's like, I don't know, 2,000 bucks or something and get to pocket a year $20,000 in (coughs) savings that are meant to go to, I mean, you
0: know. That's that's the other thing. I mean, people in this, maybe not these people specifically, but these are the exact type of people that are like, well, if you don't have enough money for your if, if you didn't go to college, then your parents should have saved money from an earlier age, or they should have worked harder so that you could have done that. It's like
1: i paid my way through college. and yeah. you know you should pay if you really want to make it through college, you can pay your way or you can join the military or something. you know no, like, like if, you have,
0: if, you're, if you have this much income and money and assets and whatever, you're already you already have an advantage, but then you're literally taking the advantages that we try and give to make up that disparity and you're just taking those away from the few people who happen to, like, slip through the cracks who are poor and normally don't make it into college already.
1: Yeah, the people who, like, got lucky in the high school they got placed in, or, like, luckily had a good relationship with a teacher, or, you know, won the lottery, yeah. you know. And those kids are definitely, like, not being able to, not able to go to school, right? Why couldn't their daughter take out a loan, you know? Hmm? What's up with that? There's so many different ways, and that's the thing, is that, like, the reason I wanted to do this story beforehand is because – well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. But it's just like the, the rich just scam this shit, you know? This is this is like one of these things where it's like when you talk about universal programs, people say, oh, but you're going to pay for some rich kid to go to college. Well, we're literally paying – rich kids are finding – rich parents are finding ways to make you, you and I as taxpayers pay for their kids to go to college through federal shit meant to go for poor kids that, the well, that was the whole
0: complaint with uh, i think bernie and warren were both talking about uh universal college and or no it was the college debt forgiveness plus universal college or something like that and then everyone's just like oh so you want to give some like trust fund kid a free ride and it's like that kid already fucking gets a free ride it's yeah. like the the people who would vastly benefit from this are like poor people who would not have the opportunity to go to college and then yeah the people who are already like rich and can get into college yeah they get to get in on that too but then but the like, thing like, is like they pay for it. Program. they yeah. pay for it
1: because the the rich people would be the ones paying the higher taxes exactly. that would be the thing yeah
0: and it's, I mean, like um, any universal program, if once you start mean testing it, once you create tiers, then, of course, they start, you know, they start slashing the tier you create, or, like, the, the programs that you create, specifically for poor people, because no one objects when you get rid of that, or at least no uh, donors, no political donors object.
1: And then, they get to reap the benefits, like this, because what poor person that's not getting their Pell grant is not just like, well, my life is trash, I not even, like, they're probably not even thinking about this they probably didn't read this story because you know what they're too busy fucking hustling to get by they're too busy working some shitty low-wage job and they never even thought of being able to go to college because this shit is getting siphoned off to people like this you know like this is the fat on top of our society that we, like fucking trim off you know
0: well i mean i remember when the uh Lori laughlin stuff was happening and just like the around her daughter she was just like very disinterested in college and it's like these people don't even want to go to college it's just the like you have no practical reason you actually want to go here it's just to get through that other like class barrier to make sure that you stay in the educated class of americans rather yeah. than like actually learn something that you want to use and in, in like a way or something that you want to build a career out of it's just kind of like oh okay i'm gonna go here so i get the whatever 30 percent bump to my income for the rest of my life and
1: yeah and and it's like oh i need to go here because that's you know what my family is always you know like that's what we do like, i've, the I've
0: of, got the bona you know? fides of like getting a degree and being educated and i went to this institution and so like i, I i've earned my way into the educated tier of american society
1: when yeah, yeah, yeah there's and like and people
0: who are who can't buy into that who probably like have all these things that they would like to do and explore and learn about and like could vastly benefit society over like people like this or fucking Lori lothman's daughter going because oh uh, whatever my mom's making me do this
1: yeah oh i have to go so that i can be an influencer on instagram and you know expressly say i'm not even going to my classes <laughs> like rich yeah. people um just just because i was at, a belief show. I have to say it about the T-shirt. Rich people are are deeply, deeply diseased. Um, I think we can we can we can talk about another deeply diseased uh, rich person and, and a wide variety of deeply <laughs> diseased rich people. Um, we got a whole
0: a whole host of them uh, a real rogues gallery of faceless white men buying their own campaign <laughs> uh the the most faceless of these men
1: or at least the most potato faced of them was john delaney uh um, okay i want to i want to say my piece on this shit all <laughs> your good. fucking Here. bill dotry memes about john delaney shut <laughs> the fuck up with that bill Tree Dautry- as a national treasure, he's a hero, he's a working class icon. He's a good man. He's going through some fucking tough shit right now. Do not compare him to Mr. I'm paying like pay-to-play presidential candidate John Delaney. Like fuck off. Bill I don't don't know. is a good man.
0: I don't know. Maybe he is just also depressed and just wants abuse from Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and the entire left of Senator Democratic Party. <laughs> the only um, way to get off anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so there, we, we, we got another, we got another two nights of debates, a double feature. Wow. Night one was uh, the real heavy hitters were Bernie and Warren, who I think CNN were like hoping would kind of start getting at each other's throats, and it would be like, all right, like Warren can tear Bernie down, but boy, did they, did they team up well? <laughs> um, with, uh, with, with Delaney as the true heel of the debates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: He did not break k once the whole time. <laughs> really went in in a bit. I'm um, really looking forward to the two GILFs tag team. Uh, large number of, of pasty white man video on Pornhub when it finally gets uploaded. Um. Uh, I mean, yeah. So
0: the bulk of that debate was <laughs> just, um, I mean, moderators just had to ask it. First of all, that every single question that they asked was somehow related to like a policy Bernie had talked about in 2016. And, I mean, healthcare, of course, you can't talk about healthcare without highlighting that Bernie's bill is the thing that we're all debating over. It's Medicare for All.
1: Like, some of that shit was so good. He owned, number one, he owned Tim Ryan so hard that yes, like Tim yeah, Ryan yeah. dropped out. <laughs> Tim Ryan dropped out today because he, got oh, did so he? publicly Oh, hell owned. yes. Yeah, he yeah. Tim Ryan. <laughs> like, whatever, because there was that moment where Tim Ryan was like, you don't know what's gonna be, what it what Medicare for all is gonna be, Bernie. And he was like, I wrote the damn pill. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, okay, cool. Why do, 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 can we shoot him on stage? Like that was <laughs> at least like this more interesting. Like Jake Tapper just murk him. You wanna be in the army so bad. Like those Oh, I mean Tapper can't do that yeah, because he shot was Tim Ryan after that.
0: Tapper was also in on it. Tapper himself was basically debating
1: Bernie. <laughs> Yeah, Tapper was like, "Wait, you want me to pay for other people to have things?" Uh yeah. there's
0: another time where I can't remember what it was. They cut Bernie off for so. Oh, he just started getting into the uh, uh, far- the pharmacy or healthcare companies advertising on CNN, and they're just like, uh, uh, "Cut to commercial, cut to commercial." And then like,
1: well, like "Your time is up, breaks- Senator.
0: Your time is up, Senator." <laughs> then two breaks later, it was like I don't know, Blue Cross Blue Shield ads on CNN on the debate, and it's like, "Yeah, dude." They are funding the networks hosting the debates. They're, of course, everyone the moderators are hostile to Bernie.
1: Yeah.
0: And Warren, too. That is... was like, Warren was, they, they backed each other up really well. Uh, they were both, like, teaming up to shit on Delaney who was like, I, uh, you know, I, private health insurance has benefited my life greatly to which Bernie was like, <laughs> you work for private
1: health insurance? Of course it has, you fucking ghoul. Yeah. Well, I'm like there was that point where Delaney was like, "Yeah, so you just don't understand the business side of it," and Bernie was like, "It shouldn't be your business." Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, holy sh. Uh, that's all we need to say about it.
0: <laughs> well, and then I think the the real like posts analysis was that New York Times map that came out about two days after the debate that showed donors nationwide, and. The entire country, Bernie, clean, like, aside from the states that had the, like, super, like you know, Texas went to Beto and uh, Indiana went to Pete, but, uh, like, the entire country, every single part of America was just full Bernie, and I don't see how you can, like, not think he has to be the guy.
1: What, and even, even when you... They had I mean, to do a
0: they had to do a second map on there that was like donor bases without Bernie because you couldn't even tell where groups of support were because it was all so Bernie heavy. But then when you took Bernie well, and, away, every single one of those Bernie spots were Liz Warren
1: It was Warren. Yeah. So it's like this is where the party is. There's no question about it. You know, it's like uh, Bernie can't win in in Oklahoma. Uh, Bernie can't win. He's. <laughs> It is like the, uh, that's not what any of the data say, you know, but they yeah. all have to say that because they all know that he's like, obviously, in a lot of ways, I have serious reservations about the capacity of the Democratic Party to win back the Senate. And then even if they yeah. do, the capacity of the Democratic Party to actually do something.
0: Well, what okay. might what might help is <laughs> but, if you had all of those candidates who had huge donor bases in exclusively their home states. I don't know. Maybe, like, running for Senate races, <laughs> running for congressional races. Like, Well, so why the fuck are all of these? The
1: reason, <laughs> the reason Beto can't do that is because he'd lose. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, at this point, yeah. He had so much, Even after losing to Ted Cruz, he still had a lot of goodwill that he just blew completely on this just – Dog shit presidential yeah. campaign, um, which I kind of after. forgot he was in this debate. Right, he was in the first one. I he, he was so unmemorable. Me. I, no idea. I <laughs> yeah, and I feel like just he will drag this thing out to the bitter end, despite the fact that it's very clear that like also, I guess the Beto analog Pete Buttigieg is like getting all of Beto's support, and as yeah, much as and- I think. Pete should also drop out. Like, I don't know why those two people have to exist at the same time.
1: I mean, at least Pete, like, I 100% think Pete should drop out. No one should be in the race except for Bernie, Kamala, um, Liz, and, and Joe. That should be it, right? Yeah, Pete that, is the I mean, that's good. So... Who's, who's like regularly polling at like 5%. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's, like, that's the other think, thing.
0: It's like, if you've gotten to the second debate and you're still at 1% or 2%, what are you even doing there? And Unless this is... Why? Uh, it's like you're just burning your own money because you don't have enough donors. Like, John Delaney, I think, has entirely financed his own campaign. I don't think he's gotten that dollar from other donors.
1: No, he, he literally hasn't. Like, <laughs> it's just like, he's funded... I think it's something like over 80% is out of pocket. And it's like... Yeah. You know what? And the rest that, is just that like <laughs> he sold pen pins gone.
0: that he <laughs> that he gets from them for free. But um, uh, yeah, so who else was in? I guess were uh, Yang and Williamson were there. Was, the 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 mean candidates. The
1: <laughs> yeah, they did. They did, they were no wait. Yang was night two. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Yang was where Williamson was night one. That like dark psychic force line was pretty tight. Like yeah yeah. Um. She, she's okay. She she honestly infinitely better than uh, Delaney, Hickenover, I, O'Rourke. I don't um, think that it's a serious the, the campaign, ones. but I
0: appreciate that she's out there at least, like, calling out some stuff that other people aren't talking about. Or just being, like, you, you know, trying to get a mass call to action going, which is Bernie's thing, too. And that's why I think Bernie, like, has to be the candidate. He's the only one, like, galvanizing grassroots support it's a movement more than it is a presidential campaign
1: yeah and that's also i think kind of like i don't think it's ever going to come up because i don't think they're going to ever go after each other and i don't think they should Uh, yeah because liz warren great senate majority leader a great head of the finance committee great like something in the cabinet um treasury secretary i don't know she could do a lot of different shit um and i want to keep that option open um but like you know like they don't have like the the difference there is that he is doing such a stunningly good job of being like this is about mobilizing people this is yeah. about using this campaign to push change at the grassroots level and I, I mean she's she's not she's not like not doing that she's just not proactively doing it so it's kind of like okay you know like well, and I'm
0: still skeptical of Warren for a lot of reasons that she was a Republican through Reaganomics era uh, that she still gets a lot of corporate donors. I think that people like I think that the the party donors and the party elites who are recognizing the party shifting left are trying to push Warren as someone they're still OK with versus like, yeah, I mean, at that point, you've got to know that Bernie's the better guy if there's still not a single like major financial corporation or like the, they're still not big companies that are like oh, i guess we'd be all right with bernie which they are saying yeah like
1: yeah third way is never going to say bernie is okay yeah. and third way it says warren what a nice compromise and i mean yeah i'm yeah. not gonna be surprised if we end up at a, at a contested convention and warren gets pushed through as the person uh that would not surprise me i'm i will gladly vote for her in november yeah. i'm not gonna vote for her in the primary but i'll vote for her in november and that's fine Certainly. um yeah. um but it's just like you know she she's the only the they're the, the only two you should vote for that could win the nomination like i i'm do not vote for kamala or, or joe like just don't you don't uh, what, have to what no, are you thinking? No you any of the other candidates
0: um, what do you even believe like what what are you why are you voting yeah like why the that was fuck? the other <laughs> what what and I, I I guess we can go ahead and move on to night two, which is just the complete one. black pill, like, oh well, like we don't believe anything. We just
1: I, and I think that's that's like the thing. Because Warren said that. She was like literally Tudor Laney. She was like, I don't know why the fuck you're on the right. Right. Yeah, yeah. everything about sucks and nothing is good. And it's like, yeah, wh- was, why was, was why? Why would you night one or night two? Yeah, Hickendover was a night one because he was like, yeah, Bernie, you can just throw your hands up. And Bernie was like, he threw it. hands up. I will, I will. Um, yeah. you did Bernie, Bernie has
0: tap. some powerful uh, uh, Larry David energy
1: <laughs> in the debate. I want to talk about Jim Ryan's deep anti-Semitism telling Bernie to stop yelling. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, you want to talk about fucking anti-Semitism? <laughs> That's anti-Semitism. That's right
0: sort of the thing. I mean, I get that, I mean, sure, you know, very diverse field. Bernie is still a white man, but yeah, he is the first Jewish president. That's not nothing, and it is just like no one takes that into consideration and they're just like, oh yeah, you know, Bernie, this loud uh, big nosed candidate. (laughs) Just all of the like (laughs) very like subtle (laughs) anti-Semitism, and not so subtle. I think I was... (laughs) I can't remember if I mentioned this on the show. I can't wait for J.K. Rowling to
1: be like yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, it was just some article that was like, you know, the Disney characters as the Democratic presidential candidates. And it was just like, a, you know, Kamala Harris is uh, Princess Belle because she's smart. She's not taking crap, or like, you know, Liz Warren, you know, all that. And then it was just like, Bernie is Templeton, the rat who collects coins. <laughs> 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 it's just like, come on. <laughs> i mean it was written by one of these like thought catalog or like medium post whatever like <laughs> it's just like they all just hate bernie like, and is, this, gonna, like, oh.
1: is it is it ironic or is it just like oh we get to be anti-semitic no it's definitely what? they're <laughs> just like we don't like
0: bernie so we're we're just gonna be anti-semitic towards him because they can't criticize him on policy because everyone thinks the policies that he has are good like the a vast majority of I all just of think policies are supported. <laughs> you can't attack him on policy, have... and then they just have to get into like terrible personal attacks, like blatantly claiming he's a misogynist for running for president while women are running for president, <laughs> or like
1: misogynist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or that
0: he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, all the self-interest about, or like, oh, Bernie's selfishly running for president when his whole like campaign slogan is not me, us. And...
1: Yeah, it's like. Well, I just think it's amazing that the American people are so willing to get behind his policy program that is just copy and pasted from the Elder Protocols of Zion. Night 2. Night 2, n- I, night I, I two
0: was the real... Oh, that was just a, the, the clown car.
1: Like, <laughs> night night 1, it was like fun. Like I watched both nights with, with Hill people. Not the Adam Burnett kind of Hill people, <laughs> but the... Capital the the um, Capitol Hill people. Um, actual the actual lizards in our society. Yeah, the um,
0: the truly more deranged and terrifying hill people than the. the yeah,
1: and them, them people, the fucking people deer. Yeah. <laughs> like, um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was. Them, you know? um, and
0: we, of course, Biden and uh, Kamala were the big the big names in that. We
1: got. Um, it was just so. It was so boring. Like. Night one, I was just like, hell yeah, I'm into it. You know, we were at a bar. Everybody was yelling. Everybody was like, eh, get him, Bernie. Everybody was like, ah, kill John Delaney. Let's go kill John Delaney. You know, like a, a group of people got in a car and I think drove to kill him uh, at one point during the night. I hope they did. Um, and then second, I, I was just like, I want to blow my brains out. I am so bored, you know. Uh, like, I mean, there's nothing. It was nothing No, of substance. no substance.
0: It was worth um, watching every single person use Biden as a punching bag. Um, I enjoyed that a lot because it was easy points and everyone knows they've got to take him down if any one of them wants to rise up in any way. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, of course, Kamala went after uh, Biden for the, uh, the all of his horrible record on bussing once again. I think the moderators brought that up because they were just like, all right, let's get into it.
1: Take-. And they're like, this is great clubs, for our ratings. Gloves are off. They like handed them knives <laughs> <laughs> i want to see a knight of uh, uh of, of the long knives in the democratic party <laughs> and it takes over you know
0: they do the uh oh. like the, uh that cage cage match style where you've got the wands and you're fighting each other uh <laughs>
1: um, kamala uses her cop powers um against Biden. she just pulls out a baton and starts beating right and wrong. turns off her body cam <laughs> She's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Stop resisting arrest," and he's like, "Go to Biden 30330
0: <laughs> And I mean, Biden was clearly just instructed to talk as like he kept seeding his time, and it was just clearly like everyone's just like, "Talk as 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 little as possible, please."
1: Well, and he had like said before, and he's like, "I'm gonna go gloves off and say I was opposed to federal busing mandates, <laughs> so, like, Kamala." Kamala, you should have gone to the black people school instead of the nice white people's school. And and he didn't even do that. Like, that would have been fun, you know? He would have... Yeah, you know, no, he, he was... Out, and it would have been better than the two of them arguing about how, how their healthcare plans are each shittier than Bernie's, you know? I mean, it's... Like, it's I, I, I don't, I don't care. care. But worse, he has such...
0: He has 40 years of skeletons in his closet, and there's not a single thing he can say on any of the issues that we're talking about right now that he hasn't actively fought against or, like, done the opposite of... I mean, I think they called him out for like NAFTA, and he's like, "NAFTA was good. I would vote for it again." Um, I mean, like, they called him out for, for criminal justice. Yeah, criminal. Oh, all the criminal justice stuff, and he's just like, "I'm, I'm actually glad that I elected to uh, put more black and brown people in jail.
1: I thought it was he's good." Like, it's, important, it's important that Hunter doesn't get in the same legal trouble as Cory Booker's imaginary friend Tyrone for uh, his his preferred form of of cocaine.
0: Yeah, Tyrone's um, lucky that he never made a trip to Delaware.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't. He, he wasn't getting bus
0: there. Um, <laughs> but uh, we had... Uh, one, one, one good moment was seeing uh, Tulsi call out Kamala for her just atrocious prosecutor record. Um, I
1: think specifically it was... What was it? Um, there was the time... Uh, so there was... Uh, Kamala got forced to disclose exculpatory evidence for someone that she had put on death row that she was like she was forced by yeah, a judge she, re, she to, was refusing to, to
0: release the evidence until forced to that would have gotten someone off of death row and Tulsi called her out for that after she had said something about uh, being all up on uh, reform the justice system
1: yeah after she had called out Biden for it and then uh, Tulsi also called her out for like marijuana stuff and Tulsi also called her out for the fucking insane black pill truancy shit. Yeah. She's like, that, what if we did was... family separation, but for parents whose kids, like, aren't showing up to school enough? Um, yeah, and that then, was good. Course, and then Tulsi- all of the Kamala stands are just like, Russia, Russia, Tulsi is founded by the Russians. so amazing. It was like, this is, and it's like, these are literal, you can look this up. This is just like in record. These yeah. are court documents. But it's keep like, in this- mind, the Russiagate people <laughs> think it's good. Yeah, no, that's true. The Russian gay people are like, it's good that that person stayed on they're death row. They're, they're, <laughs> they're all suburban. they
0: suburban libs uh-huh. that are like equally afraid of like the Russians and the uh, the black people, the black children in their neighborhood.
1: They don't even like. They're the libs who just have an aesthetic problem with Trump. Who are yeah, like, of course, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm. I love Reagan. <laughs> Reagan was a great president. He was cool. Um, um, and, and they're like, and then, well, uh, yeah, fuck, was, he's offensive. Uh, <laughs> I, like I
0: remember Biden mean, having to defend uh, immig- Obama's immigration policy, and that was when some people in the audience started calling him out for all of the deportations under Obama.
1: Even fucking de Blasio got shot on by those people who were like, fire Pantaleo, the cop who yeah, was, yeah. Was murdered, or, which is pretty tight, because de Blasio... I mean, de Blasio is one of the more left-wing candidates, and it's still like, you fucking suck, dude. But yeah, he's—I mean, anyone who's operating the New
0: York City Police Department is going to— It's just all of them had, like, at least one or two yeah. bad things that were very easy to point to and just be like, no, you shouldn't be president if you do this or are like
1: this. Even even Tulsi, like, um, no one—I mean, Tulsi— I think. Well, do, Com- you, do you remember the
0: moderators trying moderators. to shut down like any talk about Iran?
1: Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. like
0: really like shutting that shit down because I think De Blasio mentioned it once, and then Tulsi tried to mention it like two different times, and both of the times were like, "All right, go to commercial. Uh, we don't need to talk about Iran. Nothing needs to happen there." Which is always like, I don't know why they spend any amount of time like. I, I, they should, Of course they should spend some, but like the amount of time that they don't dedicate to foreign policy when that's something that the president actually has a major role in is insane.
1: Yeah, especially compared to like health policy, because it's like, OK, right. like, it's like
0: all right, right. It, it, it would be good if you had a president pushing it. But that comes down to Congress.
1: Yeah. And it's like on foreign policy, like except for literally going to war, it's the presidency. The war and treaties are the two things. Right. That the presidency can't do by itself, and so it's like this is super relevant, but they're like, no, we don't want to talk about Iran, which is honestly good for Tulsi because if they started talking about foreign policy, they'd be like, so why do you love Narendra Modi? And yeah, they'd be yeah. Like, uh Kashmir is part of India. Kill the gays. <laughs> uh, you know, because that was the thing she left out about about Kamala. She she listed all the bad things Kamala did except for the part where Kamala was putting trans people in their assigned at birth gender places. And like if you put a trans woman in a guy prison, that's just like,
0: I mean that's you are a a such a piece of shit. I mean that's just yeah. You're asking uh, for them to just suffer horrible abuse in there.
1: Yeah. Uh, like that um, is that is one of the black pill things popular. And
0: the other the other black pill issue that got uh, at least, you know, a few seconds of airtime in both debates. Climate change. The coming apocalypse. So we got a couple minutes on that in each debate. Um,
1: not, a, not, not, not a lot. It's not that important. You know? yeah. It's not like this presidency will literally decide if, if, if like, bad this is the, country the last presidency
0: we have to, like, stop the worst of things from happening.
1: <laughs> I guess maybe you can make an argument that if Trump wins... In yeah, twenty twenty four. guess you'd have like you had, six
0: years of serious, hardcore like. like you, six years it.
1: of like, like, like. I don't even know how. Like, World War Two, like times ten, economic mobilization or something. Like maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's it, um, Be a lot more of a crapshoot because it's going to be a lot harder to get people on board from other countries. I don't. I don't think there's
0: any way we're meeting the 2030 deadline with what we need to do. But I think starting now is, of course, better than. I think it's just going to come down to we need to try as hard as we can before we get there, and then the rest will be like, I don't know, building seat walls. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I think that there. What they should do, and what they of course won't do, but, uh, like a, there literally needs to be a full climate debate, like nothing but talking about the climate for all the candidates to be like, okay, like they're saying we don't have time left. What do we do? Yeah, how would you- It seems worth spending an hour having our future president talk about the greatest existential threat since, I guess, nuclear war. Literally ever. Which they also also touched on in the debates. They-
1: uh, Yeah, in the the worst way possible- Why the hell
0: won't you nuke other countries preemptively as (laughs) president? We demand to the... justify not nuking other countries preemptively.
1: That was the uh, Sheldon Adelson question. He was like, <laughs> Jake Tapper, you have to ask, uh, will you do a preemptive strike on the desert of Iran to convince them that. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know what that would convince them of. <laughs> and then uh,
0: John Wicker's um, eyes went black, and then a voice that wasn't him came out and was like, I will open the seventh seal. <laughs>
1: The Denver airport has a nuke large enough to
0: <laughs> open his mouth and
1: started swarming out
0: into the <laughs> debate stage.
1: Dick Cheney actually literally climbed out of his mouth. <laughs> um that Cthulhu demands that we turn the entire planet into Antarctica. Um, I'm uh, looking forward to before he drops out, whenever he's like, I have been to Relay. <laughs> and it will come to Washington <laughs> I mean it'll be it'll be fun to see
0: all of these shitheads drop out it will be fun to see them desperately hold on way past the point that they should and blow all sorts of money and goodwill um, I'm sure that it'll eventually come down to Sanders, Warren, Biden and Harris um,
1: and maybe Buttigieg yeah maybe. He, could,
0: he could stick around That'll for a while um and then you know who knows how long the one the one percenters will <laughs> the one percenters in more way than one <laughs> will stay in the race
1: i mean tim ryan's already out you know i think i think for some of them like the, okay wait seth moulton still hasn't dropped out seth moulton was not on either of, in either of the debates and he yeah. still not dropped out <laughs> um let me check if that's actually still true um I mean, you, you gotta... No, he's, still, he's still not dropped out. Yeah.
0: You gotta respect the optimism uh, there. <laughs> I feel I like... I mean,
1: I think... I think a lot of them are, are are honestly, like... Some of them have to be doing it because you can transfer donations yeah. to a presidential campaign to other federal campaigns, and I think they're just trying to get a big war chest, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it,
0: it's... They're all in there because Trump showed that there's nothing to be lost by staying in till the end
1: well and and specifically o'rourke's in it because he doesn't think he can do anything else um yeah which at this point <laughs> i i
0: still feel like he could have he could have got a congressional seat he could have been in like i don't know spend some time working as a democrat in could
1: stayed in the congressional seat he was in
0: yeah that too god um. damn like what a it's like all and you know all the Libs love to fetishize the idea of a purple Texas that's never going to happen. But They're
1: just like, yeah, you know, we could get Texas. Beto could do it. He could be the guy. And it's like, what if instead we, um, okay, we can keep El Paso. We can make El Paso part of New Mexico. And what if we just uh, punch the rest into the Gulf? Does anybody, whoever says that, I'm voting for that person. I'm going to be entirely I want a hard, hard border after Texas. (laughs) I want a hard border. Um I have already started building uh Albanian style bunkers along the Red River and the 100th <laughs> Meridian. Um, please contact the show if you would like to be part of my anti Texas militia. We're going to go make sure that they stay where they're supposed to fucking be. All no. the all the Hispanic people in Texas, welcome to come across. Um <laughs> white people in Texas, you're gonna have to prove some things. Uh, we gotta we gotta see what's going on there, you know? <laughs> well, I think I think that kind of wraps up the debates. Um just Bernie. Everyone. G- yeah. I mean, G-7- it's got to be Bernie. Bernie.
0: I don't know how I don't know how else you could. I don't know how you can look at the donations, how you can look at his support. Unless you're a media person in New York or D.C. I don't know how you could like look around you and that's- not see that it's Bernie, which is yeah, why. Most yeah,
1: that's most wild fucking thing about Bernie. Right. Every big city, every big city, Bernie has at least some, some parts of it where he's ahead across the country except for fucking dc if that's not all the goddamn proof you need of who you should vote for it's that it's because they fucking hate him they despise him because he stands for ending the political order that they benefit from so yeah um also it helps that he's the hottest candidate you know that's thing. <laughs> but i think we can uh we can we can move along to some uh oklahoma news for this week um None of which is nearly as hopeful as Bernie Sanders probably ending up our next president. Um, all of which is instead uh, dark and evil. Um, and the first story we're going to talk about is uh, just some some facts about the op- opioid crisis in Oklahoma. Like last week, WAPO, uh, I'm sorry to any Italian listeners if I'm offending <laughs> you, but it's it's not I have I have my uh, spaghetti card. OK, um, I have. The marinara pass, I, 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 <laughs> pizza pass. Um, no, that's actually that's, that, that's, that's a that's, different thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the key card to Epstein's house. <laughs> um, but uh, Wapo did this huge, honestly, like super cool thing. You should all go look at it um, if you can uh, scam Wapo into giving you. I don't know how, uh, but uh, yeah, use a proxy. Use a you know, act like you're watching porn. Um, And go look at this map because they did this really cool interactive thing where you could see, like, who's selling the most, like, which pharmacies, you know, are doing this, who's sending the most pharma- opioids, blah, 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 right? And so they did this really awesome map. And the Frontier um, did some really cool analysis of it, right? And I, I was poking around at it. Um, Lassie, where do you think in Tulsa County, which which of, of of the Tulsa suburbs do you think had the, the biggest opioid problem? Um, if you uh, just had to guess, if I had to guess, hmm,
0: like overprescribed.
1: Well, like you know, what was selling the most?
0: Uh like, Owasso. Like, Owasso.
1: You would honestly, that's not a bad. That's not a bad guess. That's not a bad guess. But All right. it is actually, um, Sand Springs.
0: Okay, that would have been my other guess.
1: Yeah, because those are kind of the two, right? Like Jinx or South Tulsa, not, you know, too that, bougie, that, right? That has
0: the most Xanax uh, prescribed. Yeah, the most yeah.
1: That's, that's where Adam has been living to prepare for his test. Um, <laughs> he's been driving those numbers up all by himself. Um, but so it's, it's this place in Sand Springs. And the interesting thing about it, it's two different pharmacies in Sand Springs, um, both owned by the same guy. Um, The ones that sold the most, opioids in the whole state, uh, in Oklahoma City, um, in western and southern Oklahoma City, they're both Walgreens, right? Of course, it's Walgreens, large natural chain. What a fucking surprise, right? Um, But the largest, like, independent Oklahoma-based one is this pharmacy Spoon Drug. I've driven (laughs) – I'm sure we've all driven past it. It's owned and operated by one James – Jim Spoon – uh the current mayor of sand springs and a longtime member of the state's pharmacy board
0: okay uh mm -hmm. i mean come on the heroin dealing mayor of sand springs is big james
1: spoon big jim spoon (laughs) big jim spoon yes I did not even put that together. Uh, come on. Like
0: yeah. This is this is lazy writing, seriously.
1: Oh, the simulation has gone off the fucking rails. That is yeah, okay. And like the fucking the fucking um the sign on the outdoor of the pharmacy is a big yeah, it's, a, it's a giant spoon. <laughs> It's like uh, yeah, so I make my money off of uh, heroin and heroin. I'm just, I'm so, like, look, like the guys. <laughs> opium so and opium accessories. Sweet, sweet lady, lady, um, uh, heroin. God damn, I did not even figure that out. That's so dumb. That's so fucking. Stupid. Um, this so this data is about about 380 million transactions between two uh, 2006 and 2012. Um, from some database from, from, some from exclusively spoon dress. <laughs> <laughs> they all ended up spoon dress. Um, and so, like, this all came out after Johnson and Johnson wrapped up its stuff. Um, here's a number that'll fucking blow your pants off. Uh, in six years, 26 to, uh, 2006 to 2012, <laughs> 1.4 billion pain pills. Were received by pharmacies in the state of Oklahoma. In what Oklahoma? A billion. In Oklahoma. Oh my, that's in Oklahoma. terrible. <laughs> like, that is a lot of smack. Like, those fucking guys in The Wire were not where the big money is. You know what I mean? Per uh,
0: person, that's online. something like 60 opium pills per person over the last six years.
1: In that, just in that six year period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely insane. Like, like no, no way, no way that that makes any medical sense whatsoever there are there are two of these places right and they and they're on the other side of town, so he's able he, he cornered the market, you know he had the towers and he had the the other yeah one. The he, had the, the, he had the the row
0: houses <laughs> and the towers.
1: yeah, um <laughs> one of these places got. <laughs> More than a million pain pills a year, not not them together. One, one location, more than a million opioid pain pills. No, I'm reading this right now.
0: The first location received 7.8 million pain pills in the six-year period. That's more than yeah, that's one and a half million per year. Like, I, like I, this is like Tulsa's version of Sand Hamsterdam. Springs,
1: yeah, <laughs> like Sand Springs, um. Literally does not have thirty thousand people living in it. Um, Sand Springs does not have twenty thousand people living in it. Like, let me let me do some quick um, back of the back of the, the the phone math on this shit right now. Yeah, literally. I think, I think the whole, <laughs> whole town's got to be something <laughs> like it. more than fifty pills for each resident of Sand Springs a year. Like, yeah, absolutely wild. At the one pharmacy, not at both of them, at one of them. Um, and they're going to other pharmacies in Sand Springs you know other pharmacies in Tulsa other pharmacies in the state right um like there were like five uh, Walgreens in uh Tulsa five specific Walgreens that were in the top 25 of pharmacies that got the most opioids in in this six-year period like it is mind-boggling how many of these drugs were there right um
0: I'm, lo- I'm looking at the picture like you- of Jim Spoon right now. Talk oh. about like a real just thumb with a pair of glasses on.
1: Like the actual people profiting from the, the drug war. Somebody like Jim fucking Spoon. Um, he <laughs> um, he is in a civil suit brought against opioid manufacturers by the Muskogee Creek Nation. But here's a wild thing. Uh, he's been on the fucking pharmacy board for 20 years on the Oklahoma state board of pharmacy Holy shit! Um, for 20 years. He will be on it until 2022. Oh, but um, did,
0: you, did you know that he's also the winner of the 2018 national community pharmacist association, independent pharmacist of the year. He's got the most turnover of, of anyone.
1: Yeah. He's the best drug dealer. He knows, and he, he knows how to move, 20- he knows how
0: to move those corners.
1: Yeah, he has extremely good ground game called he has two pharmacies in Sand Springs. <laughs> um and like this shit so this board licenses and regulates pharmacists and pharmacies. Like think about the regulatory capture that represents. Like this dude is is one of the kingpin drug dealers. You wanna talk about fucking drugs in this country? Yeah, yeah. And you're talking about the fucking like
0: drug empire in Sand Springs.
1: And if you want to talk about the fucking goddamn cartels i don't give a shit this dude literally is way outperforming the cartels at this point and it's entirely legal and he's regulating it and he's regulating it he's been there for like four fifths of my life on this state board as a regulator and it's just it is absolutely mind-boggling that we let this shit happen that he's the fucking mayor of this place this He's probably the mayor because he gave everybody some fucking... He was like, y'all want some mayor smack? I'll get you some smack. I'll be the mayor. Cool. Hey, everybody. As I'm sure you could tell, there was a bit of a cut there. We had a recording snafu. I don't really know why. Uh, we couldn't tell until after the fact. Super sorry about that. Next week's show should be better, assuming everybody else does it, since I'll be off air for two weekends. Uh, otherwise, you'll catch us back then in three weeks. And, as always, please rate and review us on iTunes, tell all of your friends about us, you know, do all that kind of fun shit, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, not Instagram. I said Instagram five times while I was recording this the first time. And you can do that, and I'll be posting a lot more, because I'm a free man now, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Thanks so much for listening, but most importantly, I want to give everybody a big shout-out who was involved in that action at Fort Sill. Y'all tight as fuck. Amazing job. Keep it up. Close the goddamn camps, keep them the fuck out of Oklahoma, and make Senator Inhofe and Senator Langford and everybody in our goddamn House delegation look like a bunch of fucking assholes for trying to open up goddamn concentration camps in this state. Y'all are wonderful. Bye.